Well, hey, friends, welcome back to the Right Setup Leadership Podcast. Before we jump into today's episode, I have an important announcement to make. I want to invite you into our new Right Side Up Collective. It's going to take you less than a minute to join, and together you'll be joining other leaders just like you to navigate crucial areas of your life and leadership in a way you're not going to find anywhere else. Imagine ongoing coaching meets an all-access pass to a conference or an online summit, but in a private, close-knit community with like-hearted leaders just like you, all looking to get healthy and take your next right step. You can click the link in the show notes below and head over to join. And from now until March the 15th, we're running special promo pricing and you can get access for 20 bucks a month. You're going to love it. Our entire team of coaches is there. We're already seeing members sign up. So do me a favor at the end of the episode, click the link in the show notes and head over to rightsetupcollective.com and take your next right step. Make a practical investment in your life and leadership and join us in the Right Side Up Collective. Now on to today's episode of the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. We are in the second half of a series called A Dozen Axioms That Will Change Your Life. I know that's a big promise, but where do these come from? These come straight from coaching conversations. That's how I spend about half, maybe two thirds of a normal week is helping leaders to clarify through leadership coaching and sabbatical coaching. What's interesting is in all of those conversations, I hear the same things come up. A lot of those same things involve things that you are wrestling through. And as we compare notes, we realize we're all human. We're all wrestling through some similar things. We compare notes a little bit deeper and realize we're also leaders. If you are a person of influence, you have influence in your family, in your company, in your team, in your nonprofit, in your church, among your peer group, you, my friend, are a leader. I hate to break it to you, but you have influence and that influence matters a lot. And here on the podcast, we're going to expose you to some amazing guests. We mostly do interviews here, but in this series, we are bringing these things straight to you. We're also doubling these over on our website. We have a page called Field Notes. Just go on over to stayforth.com, click on Field Notes. If you want kind of these notes to share with your team or you just want them in written format, they are shareable there. We would love for you to share those links. So here we are. This is week seven in our Dozen Axioms series. We start this second half by talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart, living and leading whelmed. Living and leading whelmed. No, we don't want you to live overwhelmed. We don't want you to live underwhelmed. We want you to live and lead whelmed. So after many years of being a human now and working closely with humans, and much of that is with leaders, I see this pattern reemerge. We want to make the most of our lives. Have you ever met somebody that just said, I want to grow up someday and waste my life? I haven't either. That's this driving passion deep down in us. And I believe that God wired us up to want to be excellent, to want to do great stuff, participate in meaningful things. In short, we are built to create. We have this deep fear of underliving our lives. We don't want to end up underwhelmed somehow. But in our search for more, this more that we're doing, that we're experiencing, that we're being, that we're participating with, we often swing this cosmic pendulum to the other side. And this cosmic pendulum swings over to the other side and we find ourselves overwhelmed. 
Now, maybe you're in that spot right now. No shame, no guilt. If you find yourself here, it turns out you're human. You're normal, especially in our culture today. But friend, you cannot stay there. Now, on the first episode of A Dozen Axioms, I talk in depth about overwhelm and clarity and how they have an inverse relationship. Go check out that episode. It is worth listening to, especially if you're feeling overwhelmed right now. It is worth addressing now. Don't wait. We call overwhelm pre-burnout at Stay Forth. You cannot stay there. But our culture seems to be stumbling drunk from this strange concoction of insecurity, overwork, and boredom. Now, it is a weird mix, but I think I can explain how these really go together. If we don't learn how to resist this push for more, this draw toward overwhelm by doing more, being more, stretching more, pushing harder, going fast, we'll fall in this ditch of overwhelm. And of course, we could just as easily fall over in this ditch of underwhelm. If we resist many of those cultural pressures and actually out of fear, we just shut down and it's kind of fight or flight. We can fall in either one of these ditches of overwhelm or underwhelm. It's real easy to swing the pendulum. Now, what I've noticed is that leaders who are overwhelmed, especially ones who burn out, often need a season of being underwhelmed or a season of rest or a season of sabbatical, but we cannot stay there. Without knowing it, we often, I think, are asking this deep and core silent question deep down in our hearts, how do I get whelmed? What does whelmed look like? Right in the middle between overwhelmed and underwhelmed. Well, let's start with the ditch of underwhelmed. How do I know if I'm underwhelmed? Well, it's a little bit different for all of us, and I need to say that, but some common threads that I see are boredom, aimlessness, chasing trivial things, underproductivity, or even hyperproductivity of the wrong things, laziness, and endless scrolling are some common signs that I see of underwhelm. So if these are the effects of underwhelm, what are the causes? Again, different for all of us, but some common causes that I see are not discerning our purpose. In other words, we don't know our big why. Why are we on this earth? Not discerning our season or our life stage. Guys, it's really important to know what season are we in? What life stage are we in with our family or in our leadership? Next, this paralyzing fear that can lead to chronic no's. This fear of I'm going to screw it up. I'm actually going to say no to everything. And so we find ourselves then underwhelmed. There's, of course, deep fear there. Continuing to do the comfortable things, the things that we know. Therefore, we avoid risk. Not understanding how our work matters can lead us very quickly to underwhelm. And staying in our past season in a role that we know we're, we're past, we're beyond it, but we just stay in that role or space because we're comfortable. Those are a lot of things that I see uh, in other people's lives and especially in coaching clients that lead people to this space of underwhelm or underliving our lives. Now, let's move over to the other side of the pendulum. Let's talk about overwhelm. How do I know if I'm drifting toward the ditch of overwhelm? Again, it's a little bit different for everyone, but here are some common things that I notice. Extreme speed and this feeling of rush that ensues. Isolation, 
abandoning priorities, lack of clarity on why you're running so fast. You're doing a lot, but you have no idea why you are doing so much. Living an inch deep and a mile wide, and that often leads to this feeling, quote unquote, of not having enough time to think deeply about anything. You're just going so fast, you're skimming the surface and rising anxiety levels. This feeling that I just can't keep doing this at this pace, especially if I don't know why I'm doing it. These often accompany overwhelm. When we're overwhelmed, we feel like we're on a treadmill. People often talk about pushing the treadmill harder and harder just to keep up, just to get to zero each day. Like each day is this feeling of I'm running harder and I can't quite keep up with myself and my own life and my own schedule. Simply put, we're living our lives, but we actually are feeling like our, our lives are getting lived for us. We are getting lived by our lives. We can't even keep keep up or catch up to our own lives. So if those are really what bring us toward the ditch or, or even the feeling of it, what are the causes that are bringing that overwhelm? First of all, this insecurity. Insecurity is a big one. Now, this leads to us under-evaluating our yeses, and if we're insecure, we're going to say yes to everything. And this is ultimately a fear of disappointing others. Over-risking in unwise ways Many times we over-leverage our lives, our time, our energy, our money, and we find out that we need to catch back up. A fear of not being valuable enough. Again, insecurity that can lead to, I'm not valuable enough in my work, in my identity, in my friendships, in my marriage. Again, this fear of missing out. Let's just name FOMO in our culture. It is real. There's so much going on. And many times when we flip through social media, we compare our most boring, normal day to somebody else's best day. That's just not a good comparison. And that can create FOMO any day. A scarcity of time or money, whether this is real or perceived, this scarcity, I don't have enough time and I just don't have enough money can cause overwhelm. I always need to be doing more, earning more, taking the next gig, doing the next thing. And we find ourselves virtually bankrupt of time and energy. Lastly, if you don't know any other way to live than this, you're going to continue to live this way. If you haven't seen a different way, maybe you grew up in a life or a family or a culture where you were always doing more, always expected to do more, it leads us to a space of overwhelm. Now, while overwhelm and underwhelm, they, they seem opposed. They seem completely different. These two ditches on either side of the road or this pendulum that gets swung, they actually aren't. There are a few common threads underneath both underwhelm and overwhelm. Number one, insecurity. If we believe we aren't enough, we will either try to do more or just quit. Again, the fight or flight situation here. Try to do more or eventually we'll just quit. And maybe we'll try to do more until we just quit because we're exhausted. When we're insecure in our identity, the reality that who we are matters more than what we do, never really sinks in. And so we think we actually have to do more to be valued more. Again, common thread number one is insecurity. Common thread number two between underwhelm and overwhelm is a lack of clarity. Clarity is the number one thing we are after in leadership coaching and something we are trying to bring to you here on the podcast. When we are unsure of our direction or the value of our tasks, we will eventually underfunction or overfunction. Guys, a lack of clarity is not a good thing. We're generally going to run really hard toward whatever we don't know we're supposed to be doing. And that's just how, kind of how it works in our culture. There's this phrase that haunts me. I often share with coaching clients. 
unsure of our direction, we double our speed. Not only does that get people lost in the wilderness, but when we are unsure of our direction and we double our speed, that will end up in aimlessness, frustration, exhaustion, and we don't even know why we've headed in that direction. Lack of clarity. Now, for more on this, you can go back and listen to our first episode on a dozen axioms of clarity up, overwhelm down. And we talk about clarity as the antidote to overwhelm. The third common thread between underwhelm and overwhelm is misestimation of our capacity. Now, we are notoriously terrible at gauging our own capacity. But if we do a poor job at gauging our capacity versus the reality of life, in other words, what we think we can handle and what we can actually handle, then we end up trying to cram way more into this bag. What is this bag, our schedule, our time, our routines, than it was ever meant to hold? Guys, our capacity, I believe, is a combination of three things. Our God-given competencies, our gifts that we have, our experience, and the season of life that we're in. Now, if we have four little kids, then your season of life you need to estimate for is going to be lower. If you are an empty nester, you can estimate for a season of life where your capacity is higher. Maybe your energy level naturally due to your age is a little bit less, but your capacity may be higher because you've got time and energy and evenings open and you need to factor that in. Guys, this is crucial. Remember the three common threads between underwhelm and overwhelm, insecurity, lack of clarity, and misestimation of our capacity. Are you feeling any of those? Now, there are two things I want you to keep in mind. If you hope to live whelmed, again, somewhere in between the ditch of underwhelm and the ditch of overwhelm, living whelmed, two things that I want you to think about. Number one, seek rhythms, not balance. Seek rhythms, not balance. Guys, the balance analogy I am so tired of, and it's doomed to fail. Think about it. Our life isn't on some scale ready to tip. That's a lot of pressure, and we're never going to get it perfect. Our life's actually a series of opposing things we do in rhythm. Think about it. Working and resting. Sleeping and waking. Filling up and pouring out. Seasons of work and seasons of vacation. Seek rhythms, not balance. The second thing I want you to do is evaluate your season. Evaluate your season. Guys, the rhythms of the world run on seasons. Summer has different advantages than winter, and our lives are similar. Not every season of life and work is going to be the same. Think about it. There will be seasons of producing things and starting new things. There will be seasons of closing things down and ending things. There will be seasons for you where you are needing to run very hard and you feel deeply challenged. There will be other seasons you feel like you can coast a little bit. And neither is right or wrong. That is just the rhythms of our world. And when we evaluate our season, then we understand what's behind that. Now, every season of life, again, has advantages and disadvantages. Now, think about simply the year. You may have to work harder January to May so you can be more available to your family and you can pursue your hobbies in June and July. That tends to be pretty normal in our culture. Now, you may have to be less rested when you have a little baby. Some of you are saying amen to that for a few months or a few years, and then eventually some things normalize in your life. Make sure to evaluate your season. What season are you in right now? And again, guys, seek rhythms, not balance. Balance is a farce, and we need to stop thinking that we can achieve some kind of balance in our life. So with each of these episodes, we want to leave you with 
two different things. Number one, a resource. And number two, some questions for you guys to look at later individually with a friend or a spouse and also with your team. First of all, a resource. We've created a tool that we use in coaching at Stay Forth called the Declutter Quadrant, one of my favorites. And we'd be glad to gift this to you guys. If you just email us at hello at stayforth.com, just ask for the Declutter Quadrant. We'd be glad to send this along. This tool simply invites you to clarify four things. Eliminate, designate, delegate, and automate. What do I mean by that? Well, it invites you to ask, what can you eliminate? So what can you prune from your task list? Secondly, what can you designate? Where you put that in a particular place in your recurring schedule, ideally every week or month. Next, what can you delegate to others? I didn't say dump on others. I mean, delegate to others who can steward that better than you. And last, what can you automate? How can you allow technology to do tasks for you? I work these four with leaders. We pull these apart. And I'm telling you, doing this work is so freeing. It will end up giving you space, sometimes as much as 10 or 20% of your schedule back so that you can get back into a zone that is doable. But guys, your life tends to snowball. Your leadership tends to snowball, especially if you're good at it. If you're good at something, people are going to throw you more. If you say yes, people are going to throw you more. And just be careful that life has a way of snowballing. We need to be aware of that. Lastly, we just want to leave you with a few questions to ask and to ponder. Again, we aren't just about spitting out content here on this podcast. We're about asking you self-reflective questions so you can go further in both your leadership journey, your health, and in your relationship with God, your Father. What season of life are you in? What season of life are you in? Once you define that, what are the core demands of this season? What are the core demands of this season? Think about your season of life, your season of family, your age, maybe the age of your organization, if you founded it. That will bring different core demands. Next, how overwhelmed do you feel? One to 10. One to 10 being, I'm so overwhelmed right now. I don't even know which way is up. I can't fit one more thing into my life. Now, if you think about it on a scale of one to 10, if we start at 10, maybe eight, nine, and 10 is overwhelmed. If we want to swing the pendulum for underwhelm, think about maybe one, two, or three is underwhelmed, kind of bored at the life that you're living. And think about four to seven, you're likely in the whelmed zone. Be honest with yourself. Take an assessment. If you don't know where you are, then you can't go where you want to go. Guys, this can be a really helpful gauge. So one to 10, how overwhelmed do you feel? And lastly, we want to take those big three that we talked about earlier. And we want to ask how are insecurity, lack of clarity, or misestimation of your capacity overloading your life? I know that's a mouthful. Let me ask it one more time. How are insecurity, lack of clarity, or misestimation of your capacity overloading your life. Friends, if you are feeling overwhelmed or you are feeling underwhelmed, they are often products of the same things. They have some similar things and they have some very different things, but they are both dangerous. We need to live whelmed. We need to live 
up to our capacity in life. But if we live beyond our natural capacity, it will have consequences. Namely, you may be heading toward burnout. If you are feeling overwhelmed, it is time to do something about that. We talk endlessly in this series about clarity. We're going to continue to talk about clarity. And that is the number one thing we're going after. If you are feeling overwhelmed, now's the time to stop, hit pause, do some self-reflection, and we want to invite you to pursue a free breakthrough coaching session with one of our Stay Forth coaches. We have coaches across the country. They all had different specialties and different fields, and of course, unique per perspectives and personalities, but they're trained in the same tools. Our Stay Forth coaches will give you a free breakthrough coaching session where you can break through some area that feels confusing. You can find clarity, and ultimately, you can take your next steps against overwhelm. Go ahead and go on over to stayforth.com. And you can click on our coaches. You can see our coaching network, select one of them and go ahead and schedule a free breakthrough session. Friends, your life and leadership matters too much to live unhealthy, exhausted, stuck, or overwhelmed. Do not live overwhelmed or underwhelmed. We want you to live whelmed. It is possible to live and lead right side up without losing your soul in the meantime. Friends, we will catch you on the next episode of the podcast and make sure if you have missed the rest of the series, go on back to catch the first six episodes before this one of a dozen axioms that will change your life and leadership. We'll catch you on the next episode. So long.